Hi, Modern Off-Grid. So question, when going from on-grid power to solar renewable energy or even wind, what is things that they should take in consideration that you might overlook when converting over to that type of system? Um, things that people might not know um, how much power that their house might need based on square footage, um, location, what might work best for them for someone who doesn't know um, and wants to start from scratch. That's a very good question. And actually, it's a very critical question. Because in order to build an off-grid system, especially off-grid, you need to understand what your power needs are, right? Once you understand what your power needs are, then you can go ahead and build a system around your needs, okay? So let's start from the basics. You have to understand what your home is consuming. So let me clear something up really quick. The square footage of your home really means nothing because what we're, what we're calculating is the amount of power or energy that your home is using. So we need to figure out and understand how to get these correct numbers. And, and you want to get pretty close to these numbers because remember, you're building your whole solar system around this. This is really where it should all start. Okay, so if any of you guys are new, um, definitely check out my YouTube channel, Modern Off-Grid DIY, um, and you guys will see I built a brand new off-grid home, and before I built my off-grid system with my, you know, my wind turbines, my solar, Tesla batteries, and inverters, and charge controllers, and all that good stuff to run my home, the very first thing I did was actually calculate, and I sat down with a scratch piece of paper, with my calculator, and I started calculating how much power my home is going to use, okay? So so how did I come up with the, the numbers, right? So there is actually two ways in order to figure out what your power needs are, okay? Actually, there's three ways. Let's cover the first easy one. So if you're currently connected to the grid and you're paying a electricity bill, like to your power company, you will get a bill every month, right? And on that bill, it'll tell you not only how much you owe them, but it'll also tell you how much kilowatts or kilowatt hours you have consumed and used. That's how they base what they're charging you, right? So the way it works for electricity company, basically however much kilowatt hours you've used in that month times the rate that they're charging you. In every state or county, it varies. Here in Hawaii, it is 45 cents per kilowatt hour. And it's actually going to be going up to, I believe, 55 cents per kilowatt hour. So that's very expensive electricity here in Hawaii. So that's how they calculate it. So they take the total, they times it by how much you're using, plus they add some taxes and they add your service fee in there. And then that's how they come up with basically your monthly electrical cost that you're going to have to pay. So that's the easy one. If you're connected to the grid, you can just look at your electricity bill and that'll give you a really straight answer. Now, if you're not connected to the grid or you're building a brand new house and you're planning on building it as an off-grid home, then we have to do those numbers manually. Now, there's two ways to get those numbers. The first way that's kind of easy, and I would suggest a lot of you to definitely do it if you 
um, have trouble trying to figure out what your appliances use is what's called a kilowatt meter. Okay, you can actually buy these kilowatt meters on Amazon, eBay, and a lot of other places. And what it does is you would basically buy one um, for each appliance, or you could just buy one, but then you'd have to move it to each appliance around your home um, to start doing the calculations. So the way it works is uh, the kilowatt meter actually plugs into your receptacle, your wall outlet. Okay, you plug it in. And then whatever appliance, like let's assume maybe you have a refrigerator. You would now plug your refrigerator into that kilowatt meter that's plugged into the receptacle on your wall. Okay. Now what it's going to do is it's actually going to start calculating and logging down the exact amount of electricity that appliance is, is using that's plugged into that kilowatt meter. Right. So if you mark a date on your calendar, you know, say the first and you let it run for 30 days straight in 30 days at the end of the month, you go back and you go and look at that meter. It will now tell you what you're using in one month. But not only that, it'll also tell you what you're using per day. Right. So you can check on it per day, per week, per month and so forth. Right. And that's going to give you a really good idea of how much power that one appliance that you have plugged in to that kilowatt meter is actually using. Because remember, we need all these numbers. So we have to go through every appliance in your home, you know, refrigerators, TVs, um, everything that takes power in your home. You have to do this. You have to understand how much power you're, you're using or you're planning on using. So in, I'll give you an example. In my case, I was building, I'm building a brand new off-grid home. So, you know, because I didn't have a lot of these appliances connected yet, I went ahead and did my research ahead of time. So I went and looked at the spec tag. So on the back of most appliances, they will actually have the voltage of the appliance and the amperage. So it's pretty easy to figure that out. It's volts times amps equals watts right so if my appliance is using 115 volts and three amps i just go ahead and volts times amps would now give me the watts okay but that watts only represents and for an hour okay so let's give an example let's say um okay here's here's a good example a tv Okay, so let's say you have a TV and you look on the back of the TV and it has 115 volts at, say, 3 amps. And you are running or using your TV for, say, 5 hours a day. Okay, what you would do is whatever that, that volts times amps equals watts, whatever that wattage is, you would now times that by however many hours you're actually using that appliance. So, you know, you have your TV on and you're using it then that would now give you a, a roundabout of exactly what you're using. Because here's the thing, guys. You know, the you're not exactly using, like, the TV um, in those exact hours every single day, right? So you're going to get very close, okay? Not right on it, but you're going to get very close. Now, you, that's one way to do it. On some appliances on the back of them, instead of it giving you the voltage and the amperage, it'll actually just state the watts, Okay. But remember, that watts that's stated on the back of the appliance is only representing one hour. Okay, it's not re representing for a 24-hour period. 
So you have to take into account how long you're running each appliance. That way you can start accumulating the amount of power it's using in a 24-hour period. So th there's definitely a lot of um, you know background research you're going to have to do in order to size your system correctly. But this is a very critical point in doing this. And I highly suggest all of you, anyone that is, is planning on going with solar, especially off-grid, to do this. Because this is going to tell you how much solar you're going to need, you know, how big of an inverter you're going to need, how much batteries you're going to need, how much storage. You know, all of these things is going to, you know, add up, right? So you have to understand how much you're actually using. So first thing is first. Check all the appliances in your home. And I, I'm talking about everything. Your, you know, your cell phone that gets plugged in, your laptops, your computers, your routers, um, refrigerators, microwaves. Um, the list goes on and on. Even your lights, your ceiling fans, um, AC units. Every single thing you got in your home, you need to understand how much it's using. Okay. Now, after you, I would easily take a spreadsheet or just a piece of scratch paper and write the name of each appliance, like lights, TV, refrigerator, and so forth, right? Do your calculations for 24 hours, okay? That's what you really want to do. How, you know, however long you're using an appliance in 24 hours, you want to write that number down. And it, at the end of your list, you can now add up all that wattage. All that wattage will finally add up to a bigger number. That bigger number is the number that you're looking for because now you can start sizing your system for your home. But here, I want to recommend something. What? Let's. Here's just a quick example. Let's say you add everything up and it's 5,000 watts, which most homes will be more than that. But let's just say it's 5,000 watts. Add another 10 to 20% on top of that. Okay? You always want to oversize the system that you're going to build. That way you don't have to worry about running out of power, okay? And you don't, you, you know, it's, it also goes back to your solar panels. You also want to oversize everything, up, like, you know, like 10 to 20% because then you can always make sure you have that little extra juice to go into your battery bank, right? So when it comes to your numbers, especially, you know, add 10 to 20% on top of it and that'll give you a way better system in a whole. That way when you size your system, you're sizing it off that number, Okay, uh, in another in another episode of the podcast and stuff, I'll go over, um, you know, more aspects of the solar panels and all that stuff, um, you know, correlating towards the number that you came up with now. But for this episode of the podcast, I just really want to get everybody's head wrapped around the concept of calculating the amount of power you're going to be using. It is so critical. It is so critical because everything you're going to buy, everything you're going to install. Everything you're going to do is going to depend on that number. So I just want to stress that. So like I said, if you don't feel comfortable trying to calculate it all out and all that, you can go and get yourself some kilowatt meters, plug them in, right? And it'll calculate it for you. And you can check it daily and, and monthly and stuff like that. Now, the one thing that the kilowatt meter will not work on is going to be your lights, right? So you can just do a roundabout on that. Look at your lights. On every light, it'll usually tell you the wattage that it's using. And you add up all the lights that you have in your home, how long on average that you're leaving them on, you know, within a 24-hour period, and so forth, right? There's going to be some appliances that you cannot plug into the kilowatt meter, 
but anything else that takes a plug that plugs in you can easily plug it into there into that receptacle and um you know read that number off so um yeah i hope that helps a lot of people helps helps you understand um the way to size your system every every household number will be different what I use will be different than what you use because because we're using different appliances, right? You might be using a different TV than I am, and my TV might be using more or less power than yours. There's no way to know, right? And so that's why it's very important that you take the time to understand what your home is using. Now, I should point out one last thing. When you're building a solar system, especially off-grid, the first thing that you should do is basically get turn all your lights to LED lights. So if you don't have LED lights in your home, you need to have them. Get rid of the CFLs. Get, get rid of all those lights. Go and get LED lights. LED lights use very little energy, okay? Because you got to remember now, the, the lower that you can bring your power consumption down, the smaller the solar system you can build, which also means it's going to be cheaper for you, right? So take the energy that you're using in your home and understand that, right? Even your TV. I have all LED TVs. I have really big screen TVs, but they're all LED. So they don't use a whole lot of power compared to other TVs. Everything I have in my home is very energy efficient with the exception of a couple of appliances like say a microwave or a heater. You know, obviously those appliances uh, will use a lot of energy right off the bat, right? But everything else, you know, lights, TVs, um, anything else that you, you can get energy safe. Like my refrigerator is an energy star. My dishwasher is an energy star. And I did my research ahead of time to understand how much power all these things use, right? Now, here's another tip. Say you're, gonna, you're shopping around for a new refrigerator or whatever it may be. Go to the store that you're going to buy it from and look on the back of the appliance. You will see a spec tag and it'll tell you the volts and the amperage. And if it doesn't tell you that, it'll tell you the actual wattage. That way you can start doing your homework ahead of time and start planning out your new off-grid home. So really think about all these things in a whole, guys, because it's really going to benefit you in the long run. Um, do your homework. You'd be surprised how much power your, your home actually uses. You might surprise yourself. And if you can bring, if you can change a lot of things in your home to be more energy efficient, you can really start dropping that number down. And then you can go ahead and get a um, smaller solar, off-grid solar system. Like I said, it's going to cost you, you know, cheaper. It's going to be way cheaper for you. So anyway, guys, I hope you guys like this podcast here in this episode. I'm doing my best to share as much information as I can with all of you. Definitely stay tuned for the next podcast, guys, and um, just keep pushing forward. Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash 
free your mind, and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.